The General Services Administration is trying to topple one of the last big obstacles stopping agencies from adopting cloud computing. In a draft memo, GSA details a plan to let agencies buy cloud services off the schedule contract through a consumption or pay-by-the-drink approach. For his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller got a copy of the draft memo. He writes about why GSA's proposal is a big deal. Jason joins me now. Jason, tell us more about this memo. How is GSA letting agencies buy cloud services, this usage-based buy-the-drink model? This is a huge change for, for many reasons Why, in terms of why GSA is going down this path. Uh, it's, it's First of all, let's be clear, Tom, it's a draft memo, which is really important because GSA is looking for comments from industry and probably others now that I've released it. <laughs> industry will either love it or hate it. Exactly. And so far, most have loved it. So that's actually good news. But what GSA is doing is they're, they're stepping back and saying the way best practices in the industry works, if you buy cloud, if I buy cloud, if you go to Amazon or Google or whomever and buy cloud services, you're only paying for what you use. Pay as you go, if you will, as to quote one one vendor who, who's in this market. And they're saying, how do we apply that to the schedules? And in this draft memo, it says very clearly, we have the authority to do it already. But here are some good best practices that we're going to kind of put into place. And for, for instance, GSA tells agencies, you must use no-year funding or multi-year funding. And that multi-year funding can't be in the last year of the funding. So if you had two-year funding, you can't be in year two. So that funding has to extend beyond one year because of Anti-Deficiency Act requirements. And it's a recurring charge type of situation. Correct, which means that's why I can't end on uh, on September 30th. It's almost like a lease, financially speaking. In, in many ways, it is because you're just buying what you need. And then if you need more, you buy more space in that in that sense. The second thing is the contract ceiling price. So each each contract must have a ceiling. So Agency X says, I will buy a million dollars worth of cloud services. Now, that million dollars can raise, but you got to start somewhere. And if you do raise it, and assuming you have the money to, it can't go above 50% of that initial quantity. So you can raise it to $1.5 million, but you can't go to $5 million or $10 million. The, the other thing it does is, and this is interesting, Tom, is this is a big schedules nerd, so I'm going to nerd out on you for a second. I'm giving you the warning. The price reduction clause. Oh, Yes. This still is not quite rooted out, though, is not it? Not quite rooted out, but for when you buy in cloud, they're not going to require companies to follow the price reduction clause and instead use the transactional data reporting standards. Now, people can figure out in many ways that people that vendors don't like the price reduction clause because it's requiring them to give the agencies or the government the lowest price possible. And if you don't, you could get into a lot of trouble. Transactional data reporting is much different. It's it's really asking you to report more often about what prices you are giving the government. And finally, GSA says under the schedules contracts, you must use a firm fixed price contract based on the vendor's market price list as well as an index with a discount to remain constant. So there's a constant set of prices you're paying, and you know what those constant prices are. And I presume that everything that is offered under the schedule, under this arrangement, is still FedRAMP certified and has all of the other controls in place. Uh, that is not just a GSA requirement. That's an OMB government-wide requirement. You can't buy cloud services that are not FedRAMP approved. That's a whole different discussion, Tom, whether agencies are or aren't. But yes, you would assume that. In many ways, Jason, this strikes me as a schedule-based replacement for what some agencies did early on mill cloud and so on for these kinds of projects. It sounds like it's aimed at development projects, small scale things and not enterprise level ATO type of applications. The memo itself does not go into how to use it or how not to use it. It just basically says if you're going to buy clouds, go in this direction. 
But I, I think in many ways you are correct in, in, in the sense that agencies have been moving toward this DevSecOps approach, which is let's develop a little bit, see how we're doing, develop a little bit, see how we're doing, make sure security's baked in from the beginning. And I think that when you buy a cloud, especially in, in the DevSecOps world, you are buying it in a little bit at a time, meaning, okay, let's test this. We only need so much cloud. Okay, let's move it to production. We need more cloud. And then also this can be used for stuff like when agencies have peaks, knowing that, like, for instance, the IRS, they're about to enter their peak season, they could turn up that cloud. But let's say in in after April 15th, the peak season ends and they can turn down that cloud. That'd be something else that this type of approach would, would be good for. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And you mentioned industry is mostly positive. It is out for comment. Are the comments coming in from industry and I guess maybe government also? What are they saying? Well, comments are coming into me. How about that? <laughs> they're coming into GSA. We'll hey, Miller's got G- the memo. Let's GSA tell him. that question. Right. So industry is very interested in this for several reasons. Number one, this is the way cloud is being bought in the private sector. Second, uh, you know, IDC Government Insights predicts there's huge growth in cloud buying, something like $3.3 billion in 2021. Uh, Dell Tech, another market research firm, estimated cloud spending would account for about 9% of all federal civilian IT market by 2024. So a lot of interest. And what I'm hearing is this is a good step to get education, you know, a memo, uh, an acquisition letter to contracting officers, helps them understand how they can also already buy through the schedule. So this is a piece of education. I actually uh, uh, spoke with Larry Allen, who obviously is on your show, very uh, a federal expert, a managing director at BDO. And he, he one of the things he brought up was this idea of using this established acquisition method in the commercial market, giving and, and GSA is leaning forward to just say, hey, th- we recognize we're behind. Let's, let's start to get... M- more toward the commercial market. They can't go 100%, but they can get 60% or 70% there. Others also are very positive. They, they credit GSA for really taking this on. This is stuff that potentially GSA has already done internally and tested it out. And now they're saying, okay, we saw we could do it internally with a revolving fund, with a with some sort of working capital fund. Let's see if we can do it with no, no year or multi-year money. You might say that if the cloud itself is technically elastic, now the ability to buy it is somewhat more elastic. That's been the case since the beginning, since cloud first in 2010. The problem is the appropriations process. And that's the other thing I've heard, that this is not necessarily a reaction to the way agencies are buying, but more toward the way agencies are given money from Congress. And there's been a push, at least a desire since 2010, 2011, to change the way agencies are funded. They've not gotten Congress to accept it. But what GSA is saying is as agencies get more money that has longer legs, hey, let's try this out. We think we can make this work. And while we have you, Jason, briefly, you're writing about the Army finding a way to retain cyber skill sets. What are they doing? Tom, this is one of those things where everyone says, oh, it's about the mission. The money's not that important. Uh, and, and I'm going to quote here. the They the, say that? <laughs> the, the, yeah, because they, we can get people to come in because we, we, we believe in the mission of the government. Oh, I or, see what you mean. The pay believe, scales, yeah. Right. The pay scale is less important. But I'm going to quote the 1996 Tom Cruise movie, Jerry Maguire, Show Me the Money. And that's what the Army is doing. They're showing their cyber experts the money, and it's making a difference. It's, it's not 100% great, but let me tell you, put it this way, Tom, they are seeing initially some, some really promising uh, retention statistics. And they're paying big money. For instance, the Army paid $1.4 million for a selected reenlistment bonus in, in, in over the last couple of years for junior cyber soldiers. For non-commissioned officers who can receive up to $100,000 for a four-year service obligation, they've paid out $3 million to 28 of 32 soldiers who are eligible. 
they say that this has given them 20 years of experience, 560 years of collective experience, and it's making a huge difference. So so a little bit of money, in this case a lot of money, can go a long way to keeping those key skill sets in place. All right. Good lesson for everybody here. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.